Hey guys, I want to welcome you into this week's Morning on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. Each week, we, this show brings you a look at your community through the pages of your community newspaper. I'm Scott Stewart, the publisher of the Lawrence County Advocate, Pulaski Citizen, and Main Street Murray. You can get one or all three by visiting our websites, PulaskiCitizen.com, MainStreetMurray.com, LawrenceCountyAdvocate.net, or our parent site, MainStreetMediaTN.com. That's MainStreetMediaTN.com. All of our newspapers are available each Wednesday in markets all across your community. As well, you can have them subs- have them mailed to you with a subscription. Find out how at those websites. All right, let's get this week started off with our Main Street Murray wrap. On the front page of the Main Street Murray this week, there was a groundbreaking at Columbia Fire Hall number one last week where renovations and expansion are getting underway. Fire Chief Ty Cobb and former Chief Milton Hay were among the folks on hand to ceremonially get this project underway. Olivia Adams has a story at the top of A1 in your Main Street Murray this week. A Murray County public school teacher has been indicted on 16 charges related to child sexual abuse from alleged incidents over the past three years. The Spring Hill Board of Mayor and Alderman have approved the purchase agreement for a piece of property that is expected to be a site of a future park in Spring Hill. The 33 acres is to be purchased for $3.6 million. The board also turned down the annexation of a residential development with uh, many of the board members expressing their concerns that the residential growth could stress the city's infrastructure. A Columbia man is facing a murder charge in connection with a woman's death. Finally, on the front page, the Mount Pleasant Commission is set to review city manager applications in a special call meeting March the 7th. Inside, Star Theater down in Pulaski is going to be putting on a uh, what promises to be impactful play focused on the children of the Holocaust. The play is March 1st and 2nd. That's this Friday and Saturday. So if you're interested, uh, check out Main Street Murray this week or... Uh, you can also look into Pulaski uh, Citizen and Lawrence County Advocate last week where we ran these articles. Also, if you want to go back and look here on our Facebook pages, you can find last week's Morning on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee, where I did an interview with Tammy Pierchowski down at Star Theater and found out all about it. So there's some ways you can find out about it. main thing is you can look into Main Street Murray this week uh, right there in the newspaper on the inside, find out what you need to know. State Representative Kip Capley gives us a legislative update. A Hampshire Pike wreck leaves a man hospitalized. Obituaries are in this week's Main Street Murray. Murray Democrats are, ho- are uh, set to hold their convention. And don't ever forget that there is one place that you can find all the deals from Piggly Wiggly. And that is in the center of each week's Main Street Murray. Every week. Make sure you get yours today. Now let's go see what Mo has in sports this week. Thanks, Scott. This week's Main Street Murray sports section in print. We've got coverage of this weekend, this past weekend's TWSAA state wrestling tournaments up at the Williamson County Ag Expo. Summit finishes second as a team, has five wrestlers in the finals, three of whom took home state championship medals, two 
for at least the second time. Again, you can read about those guys as well as the performances of Independence and Spring Hills wrestlers at the Ag Expo in print this week in Main Street Murray. We've also got, as always, high school basketball coverage, postseason play continuing, ending, unfortunately, for a few folks, but we'll continue um, for a couple of others. Got coverage of Columbia Academy's big big midweek win down in Chattanooga um, before they unfortunately wrapped up with a loss over in Memphis over the weekend. Also, Columbia Central with a big district tournament championship victory got coverage of their win down at Coffee County last week. They continue to play following a region quarterfinal win over the weekend as well. Um, Box scores, schedules, um, also Independence with a big win last week. They won the District 10 for a tournament championship by defeating Brentwood. Um, and the the um, postseason play just continues. We've got coverage of all of that again in Main Street Murray, the print edition this week. A couple of Lawrence County football players signed scholarships here recently. Cade Brown and Tay Everly, we've got coverage of those signings as well as a soccer player who will be coming to Columbia State next fall from Sycamore. Kylie Binkley signing with the Lady Chargers. Coverage of that in this week's print edition of Main Street Murray as well. So be sure and check all of that out this week on the website, MainStreetMurray.com. Again, we will continue with coverage of postseason basketball play, and we will have all of that in print in next week's Main Street Murray. We've also got this week's stat leaders, your scoring leaders, your three-point shooters. So be sure, and again, check all of that out in the print edition of Main Street Murray that you can get right now. More on Moms on Main Street, the Southern Middle Tennessee edition, after this. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the pig. Having a good, confident smile and being able to portray that positivity to others is really helpful. A professional family atmosphere is what we get every time we come here. Our hygienists do a better job at kind of assessing mouths and coming up with plans than most dentists do. They're very kind and they're very aware of other people. I think if there's things that I would want you to leave here with, I want you to feel like you were heard, that we listened to you, and I want you to feel like that your concerns were addressed. Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic, OrthoQuick, helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. Hey everybody, welcome into the Plasky Citizen Wrap this week. You know, it's a big week here for the Plasky Citizen. You know, we just passed a year of having avoided the shutdown of the Pulaski Citizen and joining the Main Street Media team, and we are so excited and thankful for that. I just want to take a moment and thank everyone who has supported your local newspaper, your community newspaper here in Giles County. 
for the past year and even beyond that, but specifically and especially for the past year. Please continue to tell us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong, and tell everybody you know how much you enjoy reading The Pulaski Citizen every single week. It's also special because the Pulaski Citizen staff has spent the past month or so pulling together stories about Giles County progress, and it's all come together in a special section this week. We put it out every year. It's one of the best sections, uh, special sections that we do. Uh, it's a full extra section of information about what has been going on for the past year and what's coming up. Don't miss it. Great section. you got to pick one up this week. Also, our Citizen Spotlight this week is my old friend Don Ward. What a great guy. Don takes his turn right there in the spot of honor at the top of the Pulaski Citizen. Congratulations, Don, for being our Citizen Spotlight this week. On the front page, I've got all the information from last week's Giles County Commission meeting, which you can see also, if you want to, you can go back and watch on the Pulaski Citizen Live YouTube channel or on our Facebook page here. The commission, among many other things, turned down, the, for the second straight month, by the way, a proposal to do away with the distance requirement for beer sales at restaurants that have been permitted by the state to sell liquor by the drink. It's a pretty interesting uh, debate back and forth because there's really good arguments on both sides. And so, but the county commission turned it down. It's the second, second month in a row that that same resolution has failed. The Richland Lady Raiders are on the front page as the district tournament champs. The community radio auction raised a total of $57,000 over the last two weeks with all of that money going to the Bodenham Community Club. And speaking of progress, Wade gives us a peek, uh, sneak peek on the front page with his breakdown of the Pulaski Parks and Recreation progress. That's right there on the front page. And check out my EDC progress article inside this week's paper, along with Chandler Harmon's feature on the progress for the city of Linville. Those are the ones that didn't fit in the section that I was telling you about. Those are extras that are in the regular paper. So that tells you how much information we've got for you this week. It's Realtors Week, so check out what all of our local realtors have for those of you who are looking to buy or sell. With February being American Heart Month, SDRHS Pulaski's Dr. Brian Cole gives us some interesting and useful information on our hearts and points out some signs that we might need to have our hearts checked out. So don't miss that inside today's Pulaski Citizen. Giles County Emergency Services, make sure we know how to use a fire extinguisher this week, so check that out. We've got obituary notices. We've got backward glances, court docket, property transfers, funding games, community briefs, Church priests, hey, this week we got sample ballots for next week's uh, election. Uh, those are in the Pulaski Citizen this week. Giles Pass highlights what Johnny Phelps calls Liberty Hill South down there around Minor Hill. And I'm telling you, this Pulaski Citizen is one you cannot miss, guys. You can't miss it any week. But this week in particular, do not miss your Pulaski Citizen. It's available in markets all across Giles County, and you can get it sent to you with a subscription uh, if you get it, you can get it in your mailbox each week with a subscription to the Pulaski Citizen. Now, let's go see what Wade's got in sports this week. Thank you, Scott. Busy week on the hardwood for uh, our area Richland Raiders, our area teams, but teams uh, in the sense they're both from Richland as the Raiders and Lady Raiders uh, stormed their way through district play and got caught up to speed this week in region play. So that's kind of the highlight of our sports section this week, including a front page spread 
on the fact that the Richland Lady Raiders, more on them in a moment, but the Richland Lady Raiders did win the district championship last week, knocking off rival Cornersville in a hard-fought contest, but Richland did win that game 38-36. to I said more on them later uh, because they followed up with a win in the first round of region play, 51-35 to versus Fayetteville. But unfortunately, we weren't able to get this in print this week as last night, uh, Monday night, I should say, Richland suffered a 42, a 47 to 32 loss to Eagleville in the region semifinals. Unfortunately for Richland, the Lady Raiders, after an 11 game win streak right at the end of the season, their season unfortunately has come to a close. So we do have a recap on the district and the opening round of region. And then next week, we will get you an update in print on what happened on the hardwood as Richland season, unfortunately, again, came to a close. On the other side, the boys, uh, it was a hard-fought week for Richland, and we have coverage of that as the Raiders suffered a 52-44 to loss to Santa Fe. Hard-fought game versus uh, the Wildcats in the district championship. But we also uh, saw Richland bounce back with a 30-point win versus Moore County. We're taping this on Tuesday. They will meet Eagleville tonight, so you can check out coverage online later this week at PulaskiCitizen.com, and we will get you an update on the Raiders uh, going forward. More basketball on the brain as the UT Southern men and women's basketball squads are both in action this week in conference tournament play. That begins down at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. The UTS women will kick things off on Wednesday. Uh, by the time you're watching this, this is already uh, probably going to be a final. UT Southern had the very first game. They took on Bruton Parker. Tip-off came your way at 9 a.m. again on Wednesday. The UTS men, the Firehawks, clinched the regular season championship, and we do have coverage of that in this week's print edition, as well as online at PulaskiCitizen.com. And at 6.15 on Thursday of this week, the Firehawks will take on a still-to-be-determined opponent in the opening round. That'll be the quarterfinal round uh, of the Southern States Athletic Conference Championship. Finally, we close with our big story this week. Not one, not two, but three Former Giles County High School Bobcats signed to play their uh, college football uh, decision at the University of the Cumberlands, which is in Williamsburg, Kentucky. And Exorion Randolph, Amari Smith, and Kamari Turner kind of individually, but also kind of collectively arrived at that decision. We had a great time catching up with all three of those guys. We also uh, had a great time talking to Bobcats head coach David O'Connor. That's kind of our big story this week. That's kind of our feature story this week as GCHS sees three of its all-time football greats moving on to the next level. As always, if you missed anything in print, you can catch it online at PulaskiCitizen.com. But that's a wrap for what we have in this week's sports section in the Pulaski Citizen. More right after this. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. They have always met wildest expectations as far as taking care of my teeth and my health. You know, teeth health is very important now to your heart. And I told him one day, I said, I'd love to have nice teeth and nice hair. And uh, he said, uh, well, I can take care of the teeth, but I can't take care of the hair. 
And I said, you can make my teeth. He said, yeah. I said, well, let's go for it. And he did. And I have been tremendously pleased. Dr. Hart, if you need him at night, he's here. This staff here will take care of you 24-7. You don't have to worry about, I can't get a hold of my dentist. My tooth's hurting. No. They will be here for you. And if I could get Dr. Hart to take that same artistry that he has and grow hair, then he would, he would be double rich. Hey everybody, welcome into the Lawrence County Advocate Wrap. And uh, before we get started on the wrap this week, I just want to tell you real quick what's inside this week's Lawrence County Advocate. It's a special section. It's the CTE section. We've done it a few years now, and we've actually done it as uh, extra pages in the paper. But this is a section all to itself, all about the CTE programs in the Lawrence County School System. And Shannon Watson's done a great job, the CTE director for Lawrence County Schools. And we want to thank her for that. And we hope you enjoy seeing what all is going on at your local schools. In the Lawrence County Advocate this week, the Lawrence County uh, Sheriff's Department is accepting applications for its Citizen Police Academy. Now, this is a great way for you to find out more about how your local law enforcement protects and serves you and your family. And it's right there on the top and front of this week's Lawrence County Advocate. Lawrence County Schools Director Michael Atkins has told the Board of Education recently that the school system needs to prepare for the growth uh, the county is experiencing and expecting so as not to be caught off guard. A new reporter for Lawrence County Advocate, Jonah Story, has coverage of the Board of Education meeting from this month and it's right there on the front page. Also on the front, Summertown Middle School student Jasper Clark won the Civics B local competition recently, and that was hosted by the Lawrence County Chamber of Commerce. The driver in the accident that critically injured Dr. Scott Benefield has been sentenced, and uh, Keith James has announced his candidacy for the District 7 school board seat. Inside, it's National Heart Month, and it's being recognized this month in February, and Southern Tennessee Regional Health System, Lawrenceburg, has, tells us the story of Dr. Paul Thomas, the local orthopedic surgeon who recognized some signs of concern and went for an examination to find out that he had a fully blocked artery, discovered it, repaired it, and uh, no damage to his heart. And they talk about that and how we can all take a lesson from that. It's a great telecaution for all of us. Lawrence County EMS is uh, offering resident Cardiac Emergency Courses. The Lawrence Extension Service is hosting a three-day event. The uh, county's delinquent tax hearing has been rescheduled, and there was an open house recently at the Total Health Walk-In Clinic. We've got obituaries, town crier community briefs, legislative updates from Representative Kat, uh, Kip Capley and Paige Wally. we got comics, puzzles, and so much more in Lawrence County Advocate each week. In Lifestyle, special contributor to the Lawrence County Advocate and Morrow introduces us to one of Lawrence County's newer residents, and that's Peter Goodell. Find out what's going on in March at the uh, Senior Citizen Center. Hojo Photos this week takes us back to the construction of Gum Springs Baptist Church, and the Etheridge Elementary School has received a new U.S. flag from the Woodman Life. In sports, local high school basketball has entered the region tournament phase and will actually finish up region tournaments this week. All six local teams won their first round games last week, including the Lawrence County Lady Wildcats with an upset on the road 
at Livingston Academy, but unfortunately, LCHS girls saw their season end last night. This is uh, being taped on Tuesday, so it was Monday night in the semifinals. Great season for the Lady Wildcats, though. Also Monday night, Loretto and Summerstown's girls set the stage for their fourth game. That's right, four games now in two months, and when these two get together, it's a game, just let me tell you. If you're anywhere around Loretto Wednesday evening, this evening at 7 p.m., run in there and watch these two teams play. It, it's always something special when they get together. So they're playing this, this time for a region championship, and the winner will also host a sectional game. So it's big stakes between the Lady Mustangs and the Lady Eagles tonight. Uh, all of the information about all this, by the way, is available on LawrenceCountyAdvocate.net. Uh, all right there on our sports section. We got, uh, we got all the information on how they got where they are and what's coming up. Also, the guys were scheduled to play last night, Tuesday night, and uh, those results are probably on the website right now. If you want to go back, it should be on right now, and you can go and check and find out what happened with the uh, Summertown game and the Loretto game. Uh, this week's sports brings you all the action in the paper, brings you all the action from last week's first-round games, complete with photos of our local athletes in action. I'll tell you what. That's it for the Lawrence County Advocate this week. And uh, let's head on over to the Tennessee Valley Weather Studios right here in Lawrence County to see what the weather has in store for us for the rest of this week. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is Wake Up Weather. Hey folks, happy Wednesday to you. Ben Luna here with your First Cup forecast. Fresh from the coffee pot at the Tennessee Valley Weather Center. Don't be deceived on how this morning feels compared to how it will as you head home from work. Yes, we do have a few spotty showers across parts of the area to start the day. Maybe even a rumble of thunder here and there. However, as we head through the course of this Wednesday, our skies will gradually clear out. It's going to be breezy. Winds will shift from the northwest. And in turn, we will be chilly as we look ahead to this afternoon and for this evening. As you step out this morning, 58 degrees for many of you, winds from the southwest at 20. Again, that wind shift will occur as we head through the course of the morning and on into the afternoon as a cold front passes across the region. Now, not expecting any severe weather locally for today, just areas of rain becoming a good cold rain. Again, looking ahead to the late morning and afternoon hours, and then long about, say, 2, 3, 4 o'clock, I really think we'll finally kick into good clearing mode. Temperatures will be dropping quite a bit here. 7 o'clock this evening, winds from the northwest at 10 to 11. 33 degrees in Lawrenceburg, 39 in Columbia, 41 in Florence, 36 in Moulton, around 37 in Athens, 33 in Pulaski, 39 over in Savannah. Stark contrast to what you're seeing as you step outside this morning, and then many of you will see the upper 20s about this time tomorrow morning. So we do have a little bit of a dip that we'll get through before we finally start to warm back up as we look ahead to the coming weekend. Yeah, you see that we're in the mid 60s by Saturday and the 70s along the way for Sunday and Monday, but there is a or there will be a few more chance chances for rain across the area, including a few thunderstorms in the seven o'clock hour. I'll break down your full forecast here on the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel. Until then, I'll leave you with a final check on that temperature trend for the next few days. Thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you super soon.
Well, that's it for Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee show this week. Everything you heard today is available in your local newspaper in Giles County, Lawrence County, and or Murray County. But don't forget that you can find it all and more right there on our websites, lawrencecountyadvocate.net, mainstreetmurray.com, and pulaskicitizen.com. And MainStreetMediaTN.com has everything you could want to know from local newspapers all across Middle Tennessee. Thank you for reading and supporting your local newspaper and local journalism. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.